is in the know for Wednesday, January 12th, the 12th day of 2022. There are 353 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. You'll find us on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll look ahead uh, to your weather, what's going to be the next couple of days. And uh, we'll also maybe talk about Super Bowl menu, that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No, settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl, it's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Some, for some reason, your microphone's a little soft over there yeah. today. I'll try and I'll try and fix that. Maybe Dennis right, tore it up yesterday. <laughs> well, there's a chance that when uh, I come back in on Wednesdays, I never know what I'm going to get. That's so. all right. Yeah. Well, you're back here. You're getting your nest made. You're you're a person. Um, uh, how do I how do I say this? You are a person who has been known to have some tabs open. Oh my! Yes, yes. on your devices, mm-hmm. you're a you're a tab opener person. If there was like a Guinness Book of World Records for tabs open, right? I would be a contender. Okay, then multiply that your laptop. Oh, say add your laptop to your iPad. I know you have a lot. Do you have a lot of tabs open on your iPhone? Absolutely. Okay. Well, this may be ruining your battery. So here's a here's a tech trick. For those of you who have lots of tabs open in your Safari browser, it may be sucking the battery out of your device, and there's a hack. I find my phone is the worst because it doesn't put them in an array. It puts them in little thumbnails, and then I have to sort through. So you can go into the settings of your iPhone and then go under the Safari setting, and you can change the tab to automatically close your tabs after one day, one week, or one month so you aren't accumulating all of these tabs unknowingly them running in the background and sucking your battery i like that yeah but some of those i keep on purpose you just need to be better about favoriting them yeah, though so if you probably. got that you know, add that keep that open plus safari does a pretty good job of remembering like if you can just kind of remember where you were it'll probably take you back to it pretty quick if with just a simple search string but anyway that may be what's ruining some people's batteries so there you go, for what it's worth. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Moscow, Paris, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. A little tired, but good. You're a little tired? Mm-hmm. What, did you have a late night? It was, yeah. I mean, I didn't get home until later than a typical home game. Yeah. Uh, not counting like a district doubleheader or anything like that. I happened by the end of the uh, Cougar Boys game last night, saw the you know, final couple of minutes, and then it went to overtime. And it's uh, a great game. Uh, but so 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 I was dual screening. I was watching something with her, and then I was I had one eye on you, and then the closed captioning, um, you know, which is also which is also funny. But um, so bef- before before you describe what happened at the end of the game last night. Because something something weird happened, and I'm not quite sure because I had I was distracted. But 
the thing that let I was reminded there was some uh, ill will between Grayson County and Owensboro to end the football season. Remember went uh, yeah, down yeah, there yeah, and yeah, there was yeah. some I, I don't know that that had any there was no there's no connection between I don't think cuz honestly until you just mentioned that right there I did not even think of that and that was that was more of student sections trying well, to get well, on the nerves of Well so I was wondering did our student section no. play any role in last night no. so uh but basically the takeaway is there was no exchanging of handshakes at the end of the game between the players on the team. Some of the coaching staff from Owensboro so, came down, but... What happened is the, the game ended, and as is tradition, except for last year, because they weren't allowed to do it, because they were trying to keep everybody apart for as much as they could, yep. uh, Owensboro's head coach and one assistant coach walked down to shake the hands of the team, but they sent their entire team into the locker room. And they didn't want them to exchange the handshakes. Well, that really upset Grayson County head coach Travis Johnston. And he said in our postgame show, he gave his, his thoughts on it. And he pretty much said that he, he his, I think his direct quote was he thought they were better than that. Okay. And uh, just because he, there was a couple technical fouls called at the end, but it was a hotly contested game. There was emotions on both sides. Neither side was innocent. Uh, and then when, when the... Uh, exchanging of hands did not happen. Well, I guess that's probably not the right way to put it. But we handshakes. Know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, let's put it this way: that uh, the Grayson County fan base was not happy, and then in return, the Owensboro fan base was not happy. So the fan bases were going at it. Mm-hmm. Coaching staffs were were. I guess I think it was more of a one sided exchange of words. Uh, but it was definitely some uh, some hotly contested moments late in the. Uh, the evening there at the Cougar Den, but the, the final score was Owensboro sixty-two to sixty against Grayson County. Did your personal security entourage come in and shield you from any potential harm? Alex Cook, he's he's terrifying. Good, you know? He's a bruiser. I mean, well, I mean, he's better than some of our other crew. I mean, he is definitely the the tallest. I got it. That's, that's, I mean, and look at his dad too. I mean, psh, is yeah. there any anybody more terrifying than his than his father? Right. I could tell there was some type of controversy, but I wasn't sure. One hundred percent, what it was, but both technical fouls late were called against the Cougars. Yes. That is correct. Yeah? But okay. there was definitely some jawing that mm-hmm. could have, maybe should have, mm-hmm. been. Yeah. Uh, well, I just again, I, I know I just didn't know if um, I, I didn't know if there was any residual from the trip that we made down there no, at the end. Of I, I don't season, think so. I don't think there was any connection. All right. Well, d- do you think somebody was just whispering, Gavin Wimsett? Do you think that's what the Cougars were doing? Like when they would block out for position, they'd say, Gavin Wimsett. It's, it's, I can't deny, or I can't <laughs> confirm nor deny that that might have happened. Uh, warmer but cooler, uh, but cloudier day today. You can't be warmer but cooler. That would be an oxymoron. And speaking of morons, we'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, wind gusts today between 20 to 30 miles per hour. Sprinkle in a flurry possible for tomorrow. Don't, uh, don't get your uh, hopes up. But, um, we could potentially see some type of uh, weather system over the weekend and still a lot to be determined on which way this weather system goes. We're on one of those lines where it goes a little bit one way and, and we get very little, goes just a little bit a different way, and we could get a lot. Right now, the national models are showing very little for us, maybe one to three inches, but 
you That's know, one with three inches too much though. A week a week ago, they started with one to three inches, and then some portions of Kentucky ended up with nine. So I don't know, I don't know what to read. It's still too early to be determined. It's Wednesday, and so it'll be it'll zero in in the next twenty four hours on what you can really expect. Partly cloudy, fifty today is the high. Mostly cloudy, thirty four cloudy, and forty four is what you can expect for tomorrow. Have you heard any like? Time rate? Like, do they know that is that Saturday morning? Saturday, Saturday night. Okay, I believe. Good, um, good to know. As somebody that's I, I traveling, looked at the, I looked at the hourly forecast. Okay. I just um, wasn't sure. I'd, I'd not heard a a rough time period. Get back with me in twenty four hours. Okay, can you do that? Uh, I, y- you have an inside way of getting to Ohio Valley Wrestling. Yeah, oh, you've got okay. some people who are f- affiliated okay. with OVW in some way. Okay, I do. I, uh, I mean. I guess I'd like for you to plant some seeds with them that I'd like a Fauci versus Rand Paul wrestling match in now, OVW. I do know the, the the person that you're bringing up. I can't imagine that him and Rand Paul are like buddies. Yeah, I'm sure they're to not. To the fact that but then again, I'm not sure that they really have any relationship whatsoever because but he they, doesn't ever come up. They might not, but Fauci and and Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul, Dr. Senator Paul, Dr. Dr. Senator, Dr. whatever. Um Last week, birthday boy, Senator Paul. Uh, got I really it. would love to see Rene Boucher in there too. They oh, they just they just they went at it again, <laughs> and uh, in a Senate hearing yesterday, and um, Dr. Fauci got roughed up. Senator Paul got roughed up a little bit because uh, Dr. Fauci was bringing pictures from Senator Paul's website on uh, how he was fundraising on the backs of uh, he what he said he was kindling the crazies. Kindling the crazies. And then, but at the end of the day, I, I, I'm going to go victory Senate. I, I'll say Senate won in that contest and, and Fauci zero because Fauci ended up name calling. He called Senator Roger Marshall from Kansas. He called him a moron. He leaned away from his microphone and he said, what a moron. So I think if you resort to having to doing the name calling, I think you lose the debate. What if he'd have called him a jack wagon? Well, I still think you don't name. I still think you don't name call. But I know Senate, you like that. A, you like Senate. that. Love that word. Um, and well, in did, fact, I'm a fan of moron. Didn't but, uh, Judge Cabessa say that one's okay though? Yeah, Jack Wagon. Listen, if a judge says it's all right, I'm using it. It's it's kind of like when my mother told me I could tell dogs to shut up as a kid. I got my money's worth on telling dogs to shut up. So anyway, I just kind of made me. Made me laugh yesterday, Senator Paul. He's not giving up though. He's uh, he he's holding holding Fauci's feet to the fire. Uh, COVID nineteen nine thousand four hundred fifty new COVID cases reported yesterday in the state of Kentucky. Nine new deaths. The positivity rate statewide twenty six point seven nine percent, highest all time. Remember when it was positivity. like three percent? I remember when we were begging that it get get under five. Mm-hmm. Right after right around Thanksgiving, we were trying to get around under five. So uh, come a long way. Some of the um, residual effects of some of that positivity and the pandemic, the Red Cross is declaring the first ever national blood crisis. The nation's blood supply is dangerously low, prompting the Red Cross to announce a national blood crisis for the first time. Think about that. Think about how long we've been at this and how long the American Red Cross has been collecting blood and providing blood to healthcare, our healthcare system around. It's the first time in our history that they have uh, have declared it a, a a crisis. Blood centers across the U.S. have reported less than a one-day supply of some blood types. So you've seen uh, increased uh, giving opportunities 
over the last uh, few weeks. And I, I'll tell you, I'm I'm not I don't I've never donated blood, uh, and I can't I can't tell you why. Uh, if I have blood drawn for something, it doesn't it doesn't bother me. So I'm kind of looking at self, going, you're being selfish. I've done it. Uh, one thing that Western does every year. <laughs> is ahead of the MTSU football game as they do the mm-hmm. I, they, blood battle or something, and they see which school can donate the most blood. Yep. So every year I would donate blood there. And the best part about it is, well, I mean, obviously the, the obvious get, of – You get cookies. Yeah, yeah, you get an Oreo at the end, which is <laughs> – that's the best part about it. Well, so I am – and obviously we have a closer uh, – uh, uh, we as a show, we have a closer kinship to the American Red Cross than we might once have. And so I guess I'm just – I'm trying to talk self into – doing it and then but what i'm trying to what i'm trying to make sure for self is get by why why haven't you been doing it uh is it okay for you to do some people can't i think for me it'll be just fine but i have to be prepared to continue to do it like i don't i I think i don't want to just do it and then not anymore so um i know there are some people who it's like there's a certain amount of time in between yeah it's like six weeks or something like that and after every six weeks they'll go back in and do it it's just like the thing that they I know for a lot of women, and especially uh, women of certain uh, certain ages um, in their in their life cycle, that it's very healthy for them uh, for them to do. Uh, you have to you have to make your own medical decision, you and your doctor. And so I'm just sitting here going, "There's no reason for me not to, mm-hmm. other than just not being willing to dedicate the time to doing it." And you know, I have time for most of the things that I want to do. So then that's just an excuse. So basically I'm trying to eliminate all these excuses that I've been using for not doing it when the nation needs me because not everyone can. Don't you want some Oreos, though? Well, I'll go with you. I donated for years. Yeah. I mean, for years. I just – if we're at a historic point, right? I mean, if if we say that we're at critical shortages – and. I, I'll tell you this. I'm not planning to leave here and be involved in an automobile accident when I leave this place today. But if I am, I'm probably going to need blood if if I'm admitted to some type of OR, ER. I might have a family member who might be involved in a traffic accident today that would require blood. So I'm just telling, I, I think... I'm hearing the messaging of what they're saying, and I am feeling led to giving blood when I when I have not before. So you'll just have to do you. But the, if, kern, the colonel says it's good too. If, if the colonel says it's good, then oh, wow. then okay. Uh, a fire has inflicted major damage on a Short Creek home Tuesday uh, last night about five. The Falls of Rough and Litchfield Fire Departments responded to a fire in the twelve thousand eight hundred block of Owensboro Road. Firefighters found dense black smoke coming from the attic and the back of the home. They were able to contain much of the blaze to the two rear rooms of the home, but uh, I think most of the structure uh, had smoke or water damage of some kind. So uh, fire chief says the fire was definitely electrical in nature. A Campbellsville man has been jailed after assaulting an EMT in Hardin County. The EPD arrested 34-year-old Michael Amiller on uh, Sunday after he was found in an Elizabethtown convenience store heavily intoxicated and with injuries to his face. He was transported to by EMS to Baptist Health Harden, where he spit on an EMT, and he was placed in a uh, spit hood, which he attempted to remove. He is then accused of striking an EMT, of which was observed by an LPD officer, an EPD officer. 
they put the. It's like one of those. I'm not uh, sure that I've ever seen one. It's like I one of those dog things. You know, I, I hope it looks like a cone. It's the thing that they do like from the, the cone vet. of shame from Up. Yeah, yeah. It's the you basically put it on there so that you can you can spit if you want to, but, but it's, it's just gonna going it's anywhere. just gonna run down. It looks and, like it's they put gonna, a, they put a Kroger bag on his face. It's gonna run down your neck. Basically, you're just gosh, they're expensive. Spitting into the wind. Were, were you <laughs> oh wanting to buy one? No, no, I just never. I would have never guessed as to how much they were. But gotcha. <laughs> uh, listen, don't don't. Can they not just go to the local grocery store and get some some plastic bags? We've got a cabinet full. Uh, I don't think you're supposed to put plastic bags over people's faces. Well, that's what. It no, looks- it only says kids. Oh, <laughs> well, listen, that, that guy <laughs> for, for spitting on the EMT, he deserves to have a plastic bag thrown over his well, head. let's just put the bubble wrap on him. Um, a Hardin County deputy has been arrested on DUI and several other charges. 38-year-old Deputy Matthew McMillan of Elizabethtown was arrested on the, over the weekend after a witness reported a reckless driver on I-65. McMillan, who was driving a Toyota Highlander, was only uh, only had one working headlight, exited I-65 in Elizabethtown when Trooper Dylan Spencer observed the deputy run a stop sign. He made the stop and then uh, traffic stop, arrest, yada, yada, yada. You can read about it at k105.com. Uh, the Kentucky Senate has passed a bill and uh, sent it on over to the House that would give school districts in Kentucky 10 more NTI days. The um, they passed a bill that would provide up to ten more days of remote instruction for use at the school or classroom grade or group level. So remember, we changed that during last year, so an entire system doesn't have to close, and so you can do what you need based upon the the um, small groups of people. But uh, Jefferson County Public Schools having a particular problem right now because they don't have staff. They're, 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 I think I read like 23% of their staff. Yeah, their shutdown right now is a staffing issue, not so much a student issue. And so they're going to be on NTI all of this week. Well, the legislature is going to have to take kind of a preemptive strike to anticipate how many NTI days may be needed before the end of the school year when the session is going to come to an end only 60 days into the year, although the way they do that, there may be a chance that the legislature's still meeting in April to come back for some housekeeping type stuff. So there may be a way they can extend that if needed, but uh, trying to trying to forecast into the future the best that they can. Speaking of um, education, the Kentucky Department of Education has begun accepting nominations for the 2023 Teacher Awards. Any full-time public school teacher with at least three years of experience is eligible and can be nominated by students, parents, colleagues, and community members. So you can... Uh, you can just go online and figure out how you would do your nominations. So, Sam, you probably saw some educators yesterday when you were at the high school. Mm-hmm. You start coming up yeah, with a short I, list of I, people that you. In fact, I interviewed one after the game. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would. Uh, I mean, uh, Coach Johnston's an educator. Yeah, but you also interviewed him before the game, didn't you? I did. Yeah, so. I did. Uh, okay. I think I talked to at least one more. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Oscar Schwebe and the Kentucky Wildcats. Uh, had a big night in Nashville at Vandy. Uh, Oscar had 30 points. Only 13 rebounds, though. Like, what's he slacking? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's really fallen off. He's too big. He spent all of his energy scoring points. He doesn't have enough energy left for rebounds. 30 points, 13 rebounds. He is the uh, first Kentucky player with at least 30 pounds, uh, points and 10 rebounds in a game since Patrick Patterson against Tennessee State back in 2008. Um, 
the score of uh, the score is closer. 78-66, it wasn't that close. They called off the dogs a little bit early, and then Vandy went on a little run late in the game, and so it really wasn't a 12-point game. So I got to watch some of the first half before the Cougar game last night, but the second half I didn't get to watch any of and really didn't get to follow it, obviously, because the, the Cougar game was happening, and all I saw was a tweet that said, Kentucky did not score the last six minutes, and da, 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 da. and I didn't see a final, and I was like, oh, Gosh, did they lose? Right. And then luckily I saw one more tweet down that they won whatever the final score was. Yeah, Scotty Pippen Jr. had a big night early, but then just wasn't uh, wasn't enough. And then I noticed where uh, George Rogers Clark is the number one team, number one high school boys team in the state. Uh, like number three in girls or something, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, Warren Central's around six or so, North Laurel at seven. So some of the who's who of high school basketball. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Gnome. International Kiss a Ginger Day. Oh, I have um, a ginger. Say that again. I have a ginger. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said I am a ginger. I no, said, no, I no, said I have, but you're talking about I our won't nephew. see him. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Emma Stone, Amy Adams, Conan O'Brien, uh, Prince Harry, Ed Sheeran, <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> That's just no, no, no. Okay, it's also a pharmacist day today. Love pharmacists. Shout out to Trevor yes. Ray. Yeah, I, I love the ones also, especially that uh, you know, write on their instructions. Just take a whole bunch of these a couple times a day. You know, why well, get specific about it? So, happy pharmacist day to pharmacists. <laughs> you're not supposed to do that, right? That's you're supposed to. Yeah, and that's taboo. Is that's a little vague? Okay, uh, and it's stick to your New Year's resolution day today i didn't make one so i never do all right well whatever you've been doing keep doing it like that's i think that's the spirit of of today here are some we're in the middle of winter i don't know if we're officially in the middle of winter yet but we're a midwinter at this point and here are some old old timey real cold weather words that you can use to get you through winter can I work these into my game broadcast? Yes, okay. you can. So when a team's struggling to shoot, I can. Yes, yes. Uh, when a team, when a team goes say two for ten from the free throw line, they've gone cruel. Hmm. Cruel. C R U L E is a verb meaning to shiver with cold or to crouch by a fire to warm up. So if they've gone cold, shivering cold, cold from the stripe, would they be cruel? Love that. Okay. Well, I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't have the. Doesn't roll off the tongue. You asked. Oh, I know. I'm. I, I did, <laughs> and I'm. I'm. I'm saying that I'm not sure that I want to work that one in. Ice legs are similar now, now, to sea now, legs. I, now that one I, I like. It's the ability to walk safely on ice without falling oh. over. Well, see, I don't want to use. Well, I guess if if you know he's spinning around <laughs> doing spin moves, he's got looks like he's got ice legs. Yeah, uh, Megal. <laughs> M-E-G-G-L-E is an old Scottish word meaning to trudge laboriously through mud or snow. We're going to meggle through. Is that where we got muddle? 
Do you think we turned Meggle into muddle? I'm going to muddle on through this. Mm-hmm. It could be. I like this one. A snowball that gets bigger and bigger when rolled through a field of snow. You know those snowballs? Mm-hmm. You start them, you roll them, they pick up leaves and sticks. And, and you the, hope, right? Yes. You know what that that's called? Bigger. A hogamadog. Oh, I do like that. A hogamadog. H-O-G-A-M-A-D-O-G. <laughs> So your dog. your base foundation of your snowman is a hogama dog. I like that. And then you need a medium hogama dog, and then you need a small hogama dog to stack them on top of one another to make your snowman. Hogama dog. Hogama dog. Snow bones. These are the so you know the leftover lines of snow mm-hmm. on the edges of the road. After they clear saw, the, they clear I saw the some center. snow bones. Some snow bones. Those are the bones of snow on the edges. There were some at the high school because I was a little surprised last night. There were still some snow <laughs> uh-huh. bones? Just a little bit. Where they had been piled up? I think from uh, doing the parking lot. Yeah, of course. Uh, mobile. To wrap up your head with a hood. Mobile. M-O-B-L-E. No, I don't, I don't like that one. Mobile. An old uh, Lancashire dialect word for thick, warm, insulating clothes are mufflements. <laughs> After you put on all your mufflements, you can't put your arms down. Right. <laughs> I was so your, there. Your mufflements. An 18th century word for icicles is aquabobs. Uh, aquabob. <laughs> Hit me in the eye. Aquabob. Aquabob. Snow blossom is an old word for a single snowflake. And a single snowflake large enough to stick to your clothes is a clart. A clart is a, mm. is a mm. snowflake large enough to C-L-A-R-T. stick to your clothes. Yep, C-L-A-R-T. That's a weird. I, can we all agree, though, Hogamadog is the best? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hogamadog. H-O-G-A-M-A-D-O-G. I like I like uh, ice legs, too. Any word that's got hog and dog in it is, and ma, you 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 put ma with a hog and a dog. You got a hog of a dog, and I'm okay with that. Will you be looking for ways? Will you be looking for ways to use hog of a dog? Uh, this doesn't look like enough snow to make a hog of a dog. Yeah, I'd be okay. I can figure out how to do how to do that. Uh, in some other headlines today, Maya Angelou is to become the first black woman to appear on a quarter. The U.S. Mint has begun rolling out quarters featuring iconic African American, the iconic African American poet and activist Dr. Maya Angelou, marking the first time a black black woman has appeared on the coin. The commemorative coin is the first of the American Women Quarters program, which features quarters honoring pioneering women in U.S. history. The U.S. Mint reported in a separate statement. Um, all love to Maya Angelou. Got no problem with Maya Angelou. Um, I'm wondering, are we are we doing this too soon? When here, here's why I ask: Harriet Tubman was slated to be to replace maybe Andrew Jackson. Aren't you a dollar coin or on the like twenty? That? I've not seen any Harriet Tubman currency. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I see what you're saying, and so. I know they had, they thought they were going to put Harriet Tubman on U.S. currency, but I've not. If they didn't do that, are we getting the cart before the horse? Should we should we wait to release this quarter series, which I'm all for pioneering women and all. Like, but 
we've pretty much stuck to presidents on our currency so far, right? Generally, and then we've done states. But it just seems to me if we're if we're truly serious about putting Harriet Tubman on U.S. currency, I shouldn't we do that before we start letting other women on U.S. currency or on coins? It, I I don't. Oh, well, you got uh, is it Sacagawea? Isn't she on the the she, dollar coin? They did a they did a commemorative dollar of that, but it's not in circulation. I mean, well, I think I have some Sacagawea coins. I think I do. But you don't get any at the store. Well, I mean, do you ever get a dollar coin at the store? I have before. I think if, if I remember correctly, the Tooth Fairy went through a stretch where we got dollar coins. Hmm. Maybe the Tooth Fairy struck a deal with the mint. Uh-huh. Like the the Tooth Fairy was able to buy dollar <laughs> coins for 75 cents and it made more economic sense to do yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know either. I'm just I'm just saying. I I am fine. I'm fine with putting different um, Americans, great Americans on our currency. I I just don't want to see Harriet Tubman upstaged if we were serious about doing that by this other series of people of other, you know, of is other it, pioneers. Is Susan B. Anthony on something too? Susan B. Anthony is on one. There's out of doubt. Now, Susan B. Anthony coins um, were the ones that for me were in the most circulation for a mm-hmm. while. And then they became collectors. Then you had the Liberty Dollars, and you've had other various, you know, various things out there. So I don't, I don't know. I just don't want Harriet Tubman to not get the respect that that we apparently decided that she that she needed. So I, that's that's all I'm saying. The other thing about the Susan B. Anthony coins is they were weird shaped, like they weren't perfectly round. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think isn't don't I recall that? All right, I, I had some time to drive yesterday, and it gave me an opportunity to kind of start thinking about what Super Bowl 56 menu should look like. <laughs> Cincinnati chili on one uh, side. No. Uh, so using that thought process, then with what are some of the more watchable matchups. So a company has matched. There are 14 teams left, Sam. Yes. So some of the most watchable Super Bowl matchups Bengals against anybody. Number 10, the Rams versus the Patriots. So the, the Rams would be playing at home. Uh, the Rams, you know, they ran it a couple of years ago. That would be like Pan-Asian type of food, kind of California cuisine, mm-hmm. which wouldn't be too bad, versus clam chowder. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. We saw that matchup a few years ago. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, Arizona Cardinals versus the Bengals of Cincinnati. What they're saying I'd would like be a that. very watchable game. So, but I'm not sure about Arizona. Um, I know Southwest. I know Southwest food. Like, but would that drift its way to Tex-Mex? Uh-huh. Can you have Tex-Mex in Arizona? You if, can go like uh, South. Yeah, you can get Southwestern. You oh, can yeah. do that. Uh-huh. Okay, all right. That, I'm sure that sounds good. That'd be all right. And then, but on the other side, I know you're saying chili, but I'm going to go with anything Montgomery Inn has on the menu. And, and like <laughs> I said, since my mom's watching, you can't do it without some some black raspberry chip ice cream. From Grater, is uh, that Grater's? Grater's? Okay, uh-huh. I've never had Grater's ice cream, so uh-huh. well, we'll we'll fix that. Okay, all right, so that'd be okay. Um, the uh, also suggesting the Cowboys and Bills would be a good matchup. Buffalo wings, yeah, Buffalo. I've got Buffalo wings mastered, but now they don't seem like a treat. No, because I make them frequently enough. It's like, I what else can you with... make in Buffalo though? Yeah, that's a good question. What's I, Dallas? I don't, I don't, well, Dallas barbecue. I mean, right there, Dallas and Fort Worth. They have one of the biggest. Uh, cattle markets in mm-hmm. the country, in the world. So I would think it would have to be very beefy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
mean, no, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I Sorry to our Cowboys fans. That's I don't not think happening. That. And then the Cowboys versus the Chiefs. So bring in specific barbecue. You know the the specific Kansas City barbecue style that would be that would be good. Uh, the Packers versus the Bills, so you could do you know cheese. Well, I guess it would be cheese plate. I was going to say fondue, but I'm not going to do fondue. Fondue is gross. Um, what about queso? How is fondue gross? I don't like fondue. I don't like. I don't like fondue. The, How do you know? The forks are dangerous. Fondue. I don't want. I, I don't fondue. I'm not forks. sure I've ever had fondue. Fondue forks freak me out. They just, they're, I don't know. They're too dangerous. I'm I'm not qualified to use them. Just dipping up crumbled up bread into gooey cheese. I don't, I don't, I don't think I want that. Sounds, that does sound good. I will say that. It does sound good to you? Okay. I mean, uh, melted cheese? With anything? Just about. Just about. I'm telling you all, that's my least favorite part of the ballpark nachos is the cheese. What is wrong with you? Well, I don't even know about ballpark nachos. Several things. This several explains things, a lot. Several things are wrong explains with me. Explains a lot. Uh, the Rams versus the Chiefs. So California cuisine versus Kansas City barbecue. I could see that. You've had a lot of Kansas City barbecue recently, though. We need to flip that up. That's true. Um, and can uh, the Buccaneers, which we did last year, which was pretty good, Cubans, by the way. Right? That one salad, yeah, Cuban sandwiches, and yeah. then that one salad, which we've not made again. I mean, I'm for Tom Brady getting back to the Super Bowl because of that one salad that we had, and I can't remember <laughs> the name, but it was good. I don't even want chocolate fondue. I don't know. I don't. You don't I, like like a chocolate that fountain? That is so weird. No, I don't think You're I want weird. that. I, you ever I, had a chocolate fountain? Uh, well, sure. I've been on a cruise. I mean, they build <laughs> the whole stick, stick the marsh, the, stick build, the strawberry. They in. Build the whole cruise around the, the chocolate fondue fountain or the chocolate fountain. The Packers versus the Chiefs, so fondue and fondue, cheese plate. So, what, what, what is? Are we on number two now, or what? That we, was two. Okay. And number one, they say Buccaneers versus the Patriots. No, I, no. Pe- listen, I understand you know, why they know, say watchability you, you, yeah. there, but we need a lot more Bengal references on that list. Joe yeah. Burrow is fun. Okay, so Jamar Chase, fun. Normally, when we do this, I'm accustomed to Misty. Uh-huh. So, sorry, mm-hmm. Sam. Um, so what are we down to really? Like, give me the breakdown on the food. Okay. Uh, later in the show, I'll cover down the 14. All the teams that we just talked about. Okay. I'm talk- have a chance to be in the Super Bowl. You didn't get one Tennessee Titans mentioned in that list. No, just because they, I don't think they're very watchable. He's too sporty. But that, but here's my, here's my problem with the Tennessee, with Tennessee being in that game. Nashville hot chicken. I don't, yeah. Nashville hot chicken will, will definitely be, will be the choice if the Titans get in. But any game featuring the Titans and any game featuring the Bengals, I afraid I'm afraid aren't sexy enough to make them watchable. They are for you. They are for you. They're not listen, for the nation. Listen, I and just I'm just three saying. years ago I would not have disagreed with that. But now I think this is a different Bengals team. Okay. Well, here's got Joe Burrow. I think if the Bengals could get there once, maybe they become more sexy They've in the future. They've been there twice. No, no, no. Twice no. in the '80s under their current makeup. Okay. Like, yes, I you, know. We haven't if, won a playoff if game. If you're in saying years. they're worth watching now, <laughs> yes. the world, the nation needs to see them and go, "Hey, they're really something." Because right now they're going. If the Bengals are in it, that's not going to be a very good Super Bowl. I'm I will telling enjoy you what, it. Telling and, what and the those nation two is weeks saying. leading up to the Super Bowl, I, nothing can bring me down. <laughs> Conscripts in Norway have been ordered to return their underwear, bras, and socks after the end of their military service, so that the next group of recruits can use them. 
The Norwegian military said on Monday that it is struggling with dwindling supplies in part due to the pandemic. The press spokesperson said that the proper checks and cleaning, the reuse of garments is considered an adequate and sound practice. So this is going to do a lot, I'm sure, to uh, boost enlistment in the in the Norway Army. I mean, they're re- recycling underwear and socks. Well, did you know their Navy, all of their ships have barcodes on the side of them? No. So if they come back into port, they can Scandinavian. <laughs> I got it. Sam just told a dad joke. Very got good. it going. We got to get a break. We'll come back with more here on In the Know. Did you know Earth is closest to the sun in January? It'd be easy to think the opposite is true. I feel like if you would have asked, said that about 10 years ago, or I guess longer than that, when I was in elementary school, I probably would have said, yes, I did know that. Mm-hmm. But right. it's kind Because that's kind of one of those, are you smarter than a fifth grader questions? Exactly. Because you watch that show and you're like, oh, I should know all of these. And then it's you like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I can't remember what. The reason we're having winter is because our axis is tilted mm-hmm. uh, where we're, we're not getting as much sunlight, even though we are closer to it at this part of our journey. Round ye old sun. Speaking of ye or yay, (laughs) Kanye keeps being Kanye. So this headline delighted me. Kanye is planning a trip to Russia to meet Putin and perform the Sunday service. You know, Kanye has been doing his Sunday worship service. I don't, I don't, I hope, I hope they're worshiping the same, the same God that I, I worship. I hope that it's just not Kanye worship, but he wants to go to Russia, and he wants to meet Putin, and he wants to perform his Sunday service. Don't you love that uh, it's Dennis Rodman to North Korea and Kanye West to Russia? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think or sorry, I, can I call him Kanye still? I think he'll be the official ambassador to Russia. But then this subsequent headline, Antonio Brown has been spending his time off with Kanye. I, I'm, I'm just going to. Go here and turn my mic off. This is the time of year where we talk about the Isle of Misfit Toys. <laughs> yeah, he really did turn his mic off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not <laughs> a- Antonio Brown, I'm not going to say anything. anything oh, about because that. you think he may end up in Cincinnati? No. There is oh, there is, yeah. All right. there is more of a chance of me putting on a Steeler shirt than, really? than Antonio Brown coming to Cincinnati. Right. So there is a 0% chance of he, that. He may surface somewhere before the season is over. I'd be I'd be shocked. I'll be surprised, but don't rule it out. Yeah, no, there and there is a lot a, of teams don't care what you do off the field. They just want to, but then of course it. Yeah, there's no way he ends up. Of course, then he did quit his team while on the field. So mm-hmm. I, I would stay away from him. But you got some NFL people out there that just want you to just win, baby. Said Al Davis. Lady Gaga says she wants to work with Tom Hanks. Well, you and me both, sister. <laughs> Listen, for you, that would be the ultimate. If you could interview one person, would he be on the, would he be that person? Oh. Ooh, one person. Gosh. I hate these challenges where you have to pick one. Uh-huh. He'd be on the list so though if you oh, created a top five. I would right? love I would love to I would love to sit down and talk with Tom Hanks. 
Would love it. I loved it. I saw him and Stephen Colbert. Colbert does the Colbert questionnaire uh-huh. where it's just 15 questions and it's just random questions with Tom Hanks. And it's yeah. fascinating. Like, what's the best kind of sandwich? And sure. So yeah. I, I, would, I would need six months to prepare for a conversation with Tom <laughs> Hanks. Uh, but Lady Gaga calls him one of the most brilliant actors of all time. And, yeah, without, without a doubt. I mean... In the way in the way that we we regard a lot of actors, maybe from the fifties and sixties, and the, I mean he he's 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 better than De Niro. He's better than I mean it's tremendous. Bonnaroo has announced their twenty twenty two lineup, and Stevie Nicks is their first ever female headliner. Oh, I do love I, Stevie I Nicks. Would have never guessed. I mean, nothing against Stevie Nicks. I just would have never guessed that she would have been the first female headliner. Kind of surprising. You're to too me. young. No, 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 no. But no. I'm I'm the clientele of Bonnaroo. That's right. That's right. He he's the target audience for Bonnaroo. My so age, that's, well, I mean, not me, but my age group is. Right. So, and I'm sure most of my age group says who? Well, Stevie Nicks. Here's what surprises me about this move. By the way, Nathaniel Ratliff is good. Um, mm-hmm. He's also like on his, that night. I like his uh, songs. He, the thing about Stevie is, we saw her. It's been almost eight years ago, seven years ago. In Nashville with Rod Stewart, yeah, and she she is ve- still very solid for thirty to forty minutes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, I agree. Her backup helps her tremendously well, because she? she cannot 70, hold up her seventy own. something. Mm-hmm. She's yeah seventy something. So I'm not blaming her, but I am surprised that she's a fem. She's been. She, that's no knock on Stevie. No. It's an odd move for Bonnaroo to make her the headliner, and she's it, the first headliner. If the clientele was your age group, it would make sense. Yes, that's that's right. But, so, I mean, it, it's just surprising. You would have asked me, I would have thought, you know, heck, Olivia Rodrigo, Dua Lipa, or something like that of, of some of the newer. Katy Perry. That right. wouldn't have, that would have at least made some sense. I mean, you got Tool. They want some of us old people to come in on Friday, it looks like. <laughs> Uh, Allison Krauss with um, um, Allison Krauss with Robert Plant. Uh, then uh, who else is on that list that I saw that might be? I'm kind of surprised they wouldn't choose Brandy Carmichael as their first female headliner. She seems to be pretty popular. Now, who else did I see on that list? I can't remember now. I know oh, you're the a big, chicks. You're a big Twenty One Savage fan. The, so. the chicks, Dixie, are the headliner. Mm. One of the headliners for uh, for Friday. Machine Gun Kelly? No, thanks. Oh. I'm out on that one. I was going to say, I felt like that would be more in I J. Cole. I actually know that one. Yeah. J. Cole. Uh, no, I know J. Crew, but I don't know J. <laughs> I don't, the, I don't uh, think that they're the, the they're Oscar, not related. The Oscars will have a host for the first time in years, but they're not saying who. Well, sure. They don't want to give you ample time to cancel because that's what people do. They're just going to cancel whoever is selected as the host. Is it you? And it's not going to be me. I think I'm busy that weekend. And... Uh, in Allure magazine this week, uh, this month, the 55-year-old music icon Janet Jackson is featured this month, and she said she originally wanted to study business law instead of becoming a, par- a performer. She said she considered business law career instead of becoming a performer. Probably a lot less wardrobe malfunctions in business law <laughs> is my guess, but maybe not as lucrative. I can't say for certain. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Note.
MB's point to ponder for today. What ridiculous thing has someone tricked you into doing or believing? What ridiculous thing has someone tricked you into believing or doing? Miss Buckles, anything come to mind? You have your hand up. Go right um, ahead. Snipe hunting. Okay, snipe hunting. Yeah, so I could not have been more than, I don't know, six, seven years okay. old. Yeah. And my aunt tricked me into snipe hunting. All right. How long did they let the ruse go on? How long did you believe this? It felt like forever, but I don't think they let me out there more than 30 minutes. All right. but. Sam, anybody pull one over on you? Not Nothing comes to mind off mm. the top of my head. I, I, can't, I can't. Nothing is really? just popping up. So the premise was doing or believing, which I neither. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. I might have been young enough that I might have done and believed. I shared it not too long ago that my Uncle Hub um, had us convinced that if we sprinkled salt on a bird's tail, the bird would take our letter to the North Pole so Santa would read it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think. But. There's an age there where you'll believe anything. So mm-hmm. I don't know that I was really that he was. And and as I understand it, he didn't invent that. There's something in folklore about that. Mm-hmm. So it's not just solely his. But my aunt Kathy, she tried to trick us when we were kids into thinking there was a companion, there was a counterpart to the Easter Bunny, and it was the Easter Snake. And so she she tried to keep that con going for quite some time, but I don't think any of us ever ever really truly believed it. But she wasn't willing to give it up. She was committed to trying to make it stick, but we never bought in. But yeah, the Easter snake was one thing I also remember trying oh, to that's be, weird trying to be conned on. Exactly, it was weird. Yeah, I don't I don't know the Easter snake. Yeah, it's not a real thing. <laughs> hence, hence the reason as to why we're giving you dumbfounded looks over here. Exactly right. See, that's what I told you. It was it it, it was too preposterous. On, Powering through the t- not your turn on CBS tonight. The Price is Right at night. In case you want a little primetime special on uh, the Price is Right, but also the Amazing Race. Do you have do you have favorites on the Amazing Race already? After after one week. He's not asking me. No, I'm not asking him. Yeah, he watch well, it. but I'm trying to think. So, I love the twins. Lala and Lulu? Yes. But you know why? Well, I mean, they're they're in broadcasting, and they host a morning show in New York, but I can just tell you they're going to be a little too extra for me. All right. So, yeah. I like I the flight attendants. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I like those. They're all right. Yeah. And then on E tonight... Relatively famous Ranch Rules. That's on television tonight, if you like. Sounds it, like kind of a weeknight for, for TV. Yeah, uh, and then the Cal Show, Cal and uh, LZ and Big Blue Nation uh, on uh, uh, Big Blue Weekly tonight. On this date in 1959, Barry Gordy Jr. founded Motown Records. A lot of good content coming out of Motown. 1915, the U.S. House of Representatives rejected a proposed constitutional amendment to give the nationwide uh, nationwide women the right to vote. It was rejected in 1915. Of course, later became law. The New York Jets of the AFL upset the Baltimore Coats of the NFL in Super Bowl three. played in uh, Miami this date in 1969. <coughs> All in the Family debuted this date in 1971 on 
CBS. Oh, Archie. William Lee Golden of the Oak Ridge Boys is 83 today. Kirstie Alley is 71. Ricky Van Shelton is 70. Oliver Platt is 62. Jeff Bezos is 58. And Jeremy Camp is 44. Gone but not forgotten, Jack London in 1876. Tex Ritter in 1905. Joe Frazier in 1944. Rush Limbaugh in 1951. Those are your gone but not forgottens. Let's find a chart topper. 1960 was the year Marty Robbins was number one with El Paso. Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. As I recall, Marty Robbins had a very strong mustache game. I don't know. I wouldn't know. You don't, you don't follow him on Twitter? Don't think so. 1969, Diana Ross and the Supremes and the Temptations joined up for I'm Gonna Make You Love Me. That's a good solid mustache. Solid mustache. Maybe not Raleigh. It's not Raleigh Finger style. Very. This is very full mustache, yes? As mm-hmm. I recall. Yeah, it's close. Mm-hmm. Although there are some pictures without the mustache here. Oh. I've been working 1978, Johnny Paycheck, number one. 1987, Gregory Abbott, Shake You Down, number one. Whitney Houston, Exhale, in 1996. Gavin DeGraw, I Don't Want to Be, number one in 05. And Timber from Pitbull, number one in 2014. Take this job and shove it. You take that back. <laughs> Marty Robbins did not have a better better mustache than Magnum P.I. That's just blasphemy, and I won't stand for it. You gonna, you gonna, you gonna direct that quote towards the person who said it? Don't be knocking Dennis Cook on Magnum. <laughs> Magnum is Magnum. Now in the reboot, no, Magnum doesn't have a mustache. Mm. So. Is that even allowed? Listen, Tom Selleck, you have to admit, Tom Selleck is someone very committed to the mustache game. Doubling down. Yes. I mean, you think about it. He's still got it, too. He, yeah. All, I mean, from Magnum all the way through to Blue Bloods and everywhere in between, even his attempt to sell you a reverse mortgage, he is very committed to the mustache game. I'm sorry. When I hear Tom Selleck, I think of Friends. Yeah, of course you do. But he was Magnum first, so that's just the way it goes. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. No one is useless in this world who lightens the burdens of another. No one is useless in this world who lightens the burdens of another. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.